Hi, I'm Kurt Barnes. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible. It's my prayer that you would be continually growing in your relationship with Jesus and that this podcast would be one of the many tools that the Holy Spirit is using in your life to bring about transformation. Don't forget to press the subscribe button and remember, you can hear our full-length sermons at scf.tv. Welcome back to Your Daily Bible. We are continuing in the book of Daniel. Today we're going to be in Daniel chapter 11, another one of the prophecies of Daniel. This is actually maybe the most detailed prophecy in all the Bible, full of dates, places, times, and it's rather long. So I'm going to actually skip down. We're going to read verse 31 through 45 today. Um, And so we've been talking about this prophecy about the kingdoms of the north and the kingdom of the south. And uh, this is what it says about the kingdom of the north in verse 31. His army will take over the temple fortress, pollute the sanctuary, put a stop to the daily sacrifice, and set up the sacrilegious object that causes desecration. He will flatter and win over those who have violated the covenant, but the people who know their God will be strong and will resist him. Wise leaders will give instruction to many, but these teachers will die by fire and sword, or they will be jailed and robbed. During these persecutions, little help will arrive, and many who join them will will not be sincere. And some of the wise will fall victim to the persecution. In this way, they will be refined and cleansed and made pure until the time of the end by the appointed time that is still to come. The king will also do as he pleases, exalting himself and claiming to be greater than every god, even blaspheming the god of gods. He will succeed, but only until the time of wrath is completed. For what has been determined will surely take place. He will have no respect for the gods of his ancestors, or for the god loved by women, or for any other god, for he will boast that he is greater than them all. Instead of these, he will worship the god of the fortress, a god his ancestors never knew, and lavish on him gold, silver, precious stone, and expensive gifts. Claiming this foreign god's help, he will attack the strongest fortresses, He will honor those who submit to him, appointing them to positions of authority and dividing the land among them as their reward. Then at the time of the end, the king of the south will attack the king of the north. The king of the north will storm out with chariots, charioteers, and a vast navy. He will invade various lands and sweep through them like a flood. He will enter the glorious land of Israel, and many nations will fall, but Moab, Edom, and the very best part of Ammon will escape. He will conquer many countries, and even Egypt will not escape. He will gain control over the gold, silver, and treasure of Egypt, and the Libyans and Ethiopians will be his servants. But then news from the east and the north will alarm him, and he will set out in great anger to destroy and obliterate many. He will stop between the glorious holy mountain and the sea and will pitch his royal tent. But while he's there, his time will suddenly run out, and no one will help him. All right. Do you remember where you were on September 11th? An overwhelming sense of uncertainty and of fear dominated our country. That day for many and many more after that was a day where there was just such an uncertainty of what was going to happen next. Our safety, our sense of security had been rocked. But did you know that that Sunday, church attendance across the United States spiked because people everywhere 
were searching for hope, were searching for a way to cope with what was happening. See, in seasons of instability, our hearts long for a sovereign source of stability. We want answers. We want leadership. We want clear direction. And when the world is in turmoil, even those who don't pick up a Bible on a regular basis or attend church regularly often turn to prayer. See, as Daniel gains insight about the future of the nations that are around him, he's reminded that with every difficult season and every difficult time, there are renewed opportunities for us to share the reason for the hope that we have. In Daniel chapter 11, the heavenly being tells Daniel that there'll be wise people who are taking the opportunity to instruct many people. Hundreds of years after this, the apostle Peter shares a very similar message to the church, writing, always be prepared to give the answer to anyone who asks, to give the reason for the hope that you have. See, the reality is not everyone will want to hear the message that you have. But in difficult situations, it's important for us to remember that God can use difficult times to draw people near to him. And sometimes, as people are drawn near to him, what's going to happen is they're going to ask you about the reason for the hope that you have. And in that moment, we need to be willing to share the reason for that hope, to encourage our neighbors and our co-workers and our friends that God is with us, that he'll never forsake us, and that he is always, always working for our good. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that no matter what is happening around us, no matter how difficult the day or difficult the season or difficult the time, we can trust you. You've proven yourself worthy. You've proven yourself trustworthy over and over again in our life. And so we declare, Lord, that we trust you and that we'll follow you wherever you lead us. I pray today that you'd help us to share the reason for the hope that we have with gentleness and respect. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We pray.